Everybody said it would be easy to be a kid, but growing up's tough when you think of the things you did. Everybody's always trying to. We're back. This is our third episode of Steve watches Degrassi. I am Steve. <laughs> Erica's over here. She's losing her shit. She's laughing so hard. Over about nothing. Nothing. Over absolutely nothing. nothing. Maybe it's because of episode uh, six, the nope. mating game. It wasn't a funny. That's episode. the one we're talking about now. Yeah, it was. Okay. Oh. I think it's passing. <laughs> no, you're just oh, gonna lose it's absolutely it. Absolutely not. Okay. Lose it. No, I'm breathing. Okay. Took Everything's some notes. Fine. Okay, so welcome to Steve watches Degrassi. I'm a big fan of Degrassi. And I'm a big fan of Erica. We did our tagline. We did our hey. Welcome to our show. Thank you for coming. Thank and you. Listening. To our us. like one person who listens to it, but yay, yay. At least we got the one. Yay. So we've watched six and seven, the mating game and basketball diaries. So we're talking about that. And mating game it was Romeo and Juliet, the school play was going on. Yes, that was going on. But like what what was the A plot? That, I thought that was it. No, that was just part of the A plot. Like what were Ashley and oh. Jimmy like doing? This one, this was the sex ed episode and getting laid. Yes, with Doctor Sally. I think, think so. I don't. I re, I know who she is. She's the one that. Who um, I think is like a real Canadian like sex doctor, kind of like how we have Doctor Ruth out here in America. Doctor Sally is like Canada's Doctor Ruth, and she's been around since the original Degrassi, which is awesome. Sue Johansson. Okay, Dr. Sue. Her real name is Dr. Sue, but in Degrassi universe, she's Dr. Sally. Oh, yeah, that's right. And she teaches sex ed. But see, it's the same one. He's looking on his phone right now. It's the same woman, and that's so cool. Yeah, a little cameo like that. Dr. Sally is our Dr. Ruth. What was Dr. Ruth? Remember the sex ed lady? Like, she's all old, and she talks about condoms and stuff? I thought, I just remember Dr. Sue. Wait, did you have Dr. Sue? You're not Canadian. Oh, but you're... I remember. You're a Pacific Northwesterner, which is basically Canada. It's close. Okay, so he's from this area, Seattle-ish. I'm from California. We have Dr. Ruth. Apparently, he has the Canada stuff. Interesting. All right, keep going. This is losing momentum. You can go up to, like, Blaine and walk across the border. Yeah, I've been to Vancouver, dude. I know. God, rude. <laughs> All right, Keep so... Keep going! Like, the first half of this is trash. Emily and... Emily? Where's Emily? I have no clue. Ashley and Jimmy, <laughs> they're trying to... They've been going out for eight months. Uh-huh. Paige. Paige is a guy snatcher. By the way, an eight-month anniversary is nothing, and Paige is not a guy snatcher. That's not her deal. She was kind of a shit to Terry. And took Spinner for some reason. Yeah, she tried to all like slide up on on Spinner, and then in this one she's Ew. all trying to slide up on Jimmy. Ew! Stop saying slide up on. It's gross terminology. Well, and she's not really trying to get Jimmy. Like Paige's thing is not to be a guy stealer; it's to like stir the pot. Like she's totally a shit stir. That's her thing. Okay. Like. I honestly, I don't think Paige wants Jimmy. Paige just wants to, like, bother Ashley. Even though they're friends, like, she thrives off of drama. You know how last episode you were talking about you wanted to know what their friendship was like and how their relationship, people's friendship relationship was like before Degrassi, Mm -hmm. before they got into seventh grade? New Look, New Year, New Paige. Yeah. Yeah. And... Ashley kind of t- talks about that in this one. She says Does that, she? yeah, she says Paige has always wanted everything that I have. Huh. And, and, so maybe, and she's like, and I'm like, not going to let her get in between me and Jimmy. So maybe like before they were grade eights, Paige and Ashley were probably very similar. And then Paige took on this new, like sexier persona. Yeah. Like, more Queen Bee-ish persona to try to get the edge. Yeah. Like, as a way to one-up. Yeah, because, yeah, they're both smart. They're both, like, Queen Bee types. They're both good students. So how do you, like, get a leg up? Oh, you can dress a little more revealing. Mm-hmm. 
Especially like in grade eight. Yeah. That's I. I, I mean, that makes that. sense to me. Sure. I I don't see any flaws in your in your logic and reasoning right there. So okay, yeah. that makes sense. And so you do whatever you can, and Ashley's not going to be the one who's going to dress more revealing because she's also kind of like, oh my god, I'm so above it. Which yeah. is the annoying thing about Ashley. But Paige isn't. No. Which isn't to, like, talk shit about either one of them. You do your own thing, but, like, Paige is more likely to show her tummy to be sexy. Which also kind of, like, not the same thing, but, like, which gets reflected in Manny a little bit later, where Manny decides, I don't want to be cute anymore. I want to be hot. And starts dressing more revealing. Which I'm so excited to get to those episodes, because, fuck, you guys, this first season, it's so hard. The first season's kind of after school special. Like this Thank you, dude who's never seen this before. It very much is. This cuz this episode's all about like Dr. Seuss saying, you know, physically you're ready Did to you have say sex. Dr. Seuss? Dr. Seuss says. <laughs> Dr. Seuss said. <laughs> I wish I could pull Dr. Seuss right out my butt right now, but that's not happening. Never mind, keep going. Yeah, I don't know. Something like you're physically ready to bone, but you guys get nervous on the phone. So inside your mind, are you're you not still quite Dr. Right. Seussing? But fuck that pussy, it's probably tight. That Whoa! Was so gross. Whoa! Was so gross. <laughs> Whoa! Horrible! Horrible! Foul! You started it. Yeah. Move on. Sure. So, and then that's the whole kind of underlying theme throughout this well, that would be the a plot is people getting laid ashley and jimmy they're trying to get they're trying to they're like i'm ready number one neither one of them is ready and number two like ashley is feeling some pressure from Paige, and right. ashley assumes Paige did it over camp with a counselor yeah which we spoiler alert for a show that's like a million years old Paige is still a virgin, but everybody assumes Paige has had sex. Yeah. And she hasn't. My mom would have called her a fast girl. I don't know if people still call, like, those kinds of girls fast girls, but that's what they used to be called. Floozy. Yeah, I guess it's like the 50s equivalent to a floozy. Like, my grandma would have called them floozies. My aunt and my mom would have called them fast girls so what would you call them now going down the generation line lots girls like me amber rose amber rose hashtag amber rose get at us yeah don't at us no get at us i like you amber rose she's nice i i want to hang out with her she seems cool yeah yeah i don't know but anyway like there's that whole dynamic and just feeling the pressure to have sex and they're like what, fourteen, thirteen? Yeah. That's so young. I know, it's way young. But when I was that age, like yeah, I thought about it and I felt a little bit of pressure, but not to the point where I was gonna go and buy condoms and like really consider sleeping with my high school boyfriend. Right. Like making out was enough. I think okay. You said buy condoms. But that's condoms. just my experience. You say buy condoms. This is hilarious. I don't think I've Ashley buys condoms on the net, okay? Like, do we have like, to keep calling it the net? Yes, we said so. Okay, and they deliver it with a courier service. Yeah, it's like Amazon before Amazon. But the thing that was crazy with the delivery dude is that he had a portable like credit card machine. Ashley paid for it at the door. Yeah, like they slid the card. Cash on delivery. I didn't even know that. I knew that was a thing, but I never knew it was still a thing. It's different in Canada. I guess. That was crazy. But, I mean, to go back to, like, the main part of the A-plot, like, with the pressure and stuff, like, so it's their eight-month anniversary, and they're getting each other presents, which, that's not a thing. That's... I mean, I guess it is in high school, because relationships tend to be so short. So, you celebrate the one month, the two month, the three month. Etc. Yeah. Etc. Et so it's eight months is kind of a big deal, because you're over halfway to a year. So I guess it's a big deal when you're like a two year old. 
But like Jimmy makes her a heart. And she buys him a chain. Yeah, like a pretty ball and chain, too. But the thing is, like, yeah, her present is objectively better. But she liked the heart. She thought it was Paige sweet. Was and Paige was too. just like, eh, eh. You bought him this $50 necklace, and he just got you a hunk of clay. Yeah, and had Paige not said anything, like, she just would have been like, this is so sweet. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think the heart's trash, too. Like, if, I mean, granted, we're, you know, a quarter of a million of years old. But, yeah, I don't know. Shut up. But, like, if I got you, like, what do you like? Puppies? If I got you a puppy... And you were just like, here's a piece of pie. Meh, enjoy it. I'd be annoyed. Oh, I thought you were I don't know if those a are puppy pie for me. I was like, wait a second. Do you want a puppy pie? I can go get... You take things way too dark. I know. That's cool. That's a thing about me. That's Probably cool. why most of my kids at school end up being weird. Oh, I'm reading my notes. So in the class, Spinner is like, hey, so I have a friend who's my age and his girlfriend and they've been going for eight months he totally dimes jimmy out in the middle of class what the fuck does dime out mean stop saying these youth words i don't understand this it this is my i'm a vernacular. grandma no it's not right writing out like calling out he- when has dimed out ever been a thing that people say anyways <laughs> but later in the episode Paige does say um that some of us aren't going to wait until we're married mm-hmm. to, to have sex and I thought that was an interesting thing to say I mean I feel like we still like even today I feel like high school kids like the generation Z are still getting the message of virginity is important especially if you're a girl and you should wait until marriage like I think they're still getting that message because I know I did when I was in high school yeah. which wasn't too long before this it was what like four years yeah 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 it was a good four years before this and i was getting the message of like it's still important to wait until marriage and find the one and it's so special and important like yeah but it's also fun and i'm not gonna procreate so yeah like for me personally i don't need to wait until marriage but i also know that my mom who i'm sure will never listen to this so I'm going to go ahead and say this. My mom thought it was important for me to wait until marriage. And she's very, like, liberal about most things and very sex positive And, like, there goes I my thought, phone. I thought you t- it's your mom texting you. <laughs> Erica, what did you just say about me on the podcast? We haven't even published it yet. <laughs> oh, cool. Let me get off my phone. But anyway, like, my mom wished that I had waited until marriage and wished that I had a more limited amount of partners. Yeah, I think it makes sense for them to say, we're not all going to wait until marriage because most people don't. Yeah. And honestly, why would you? Because, like, say you get married to somebody and then you finally bone down and it's awful. I sure know that. Hey, this is my thought about sex. Practice Hot makes, takes from Steve. Practice makes perfect, right? I was not good at sex. I got better. <laughs> I practiced. I honed my skills. I got some good okie dokes and roop de roos in my tech Oh, legs. God. Stop it. You can go between the legs. Stop <laughs> saying horrible things. It's all right. And as the person who has sex with you, stop overselling. I do a lot more of the work than you do. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so okay again we're off track where what are what how what no. okay so i see in your notes you spelled toby wrong i know i put two b's toby anyways wait what's toby's friend's name jt yes okay what's the name of the tough guy who emma likes sean i thought it was joshua <laughs> <laughs> You're so bad with the names. It's horrible. But, I mean, I've seen every episode, like, at least six times. Which is how I want trivia. So, here's the thing, though. Like, Toby has got this thing for Emma. He's got this thing for Sean. The class they had to make, in their media immersions class, they had to do, they had to make a website about a project. Or, like, you know, like, instead of a book report, it was a project. 
Mm -hmm. um, project. Project, that's right. Emma's all about conservative, con conservation, conservation, <laughs> and Toby's about... Mama, oh, Toby's about Emma, and so he's like, I'm going to do the same thing. So they're in Like the, our podcast. They, yeah. I'm about Degrassi, you're about me. I'm Toby and you're Emma. Oh, God, don't be Toby, though. I don't want to be Toby. Toby's a turd. They're at the computer lab doing research. Emma types in endangered turtles into might find it search engine. Okay? I had to stop the episode so I could write this down. Because then Toby's like, hey, I got this. Let me try. And he goes to a different site, which was Toby Tracks search engine. Wait, what? Really? Yeah. As many times as I've seen this episode, I've never known. I was like, that. how? what did he search? I thought, what did he search differently that brought up results? Yeah, I don't know. So I think he made a website that he can go to and type it in and it'll just show it up. So he can look at, like, because she was impressed. Like, see what Emma's doing? Yeah. Like... No, not to see what Emma was doing, but... He knows that she's about these endangered turtles. Mm -hmm. So he makes this website where he can type in, he made, made Toby, Sir, Toby Tracks, which is his name, and then had a second page where it just had all the links to different pages of endangered turtles. So when he types in endangered turtles, it comes up with a link of a page of 20. And she's like, whoa, you're really good at searching the internet cyberspace i think they refer to it as cyberspace she does because she says uh endangered species or endangered turtles have been wiped from the from cyberspace i i picked up uh, i was I've picking up on some of these like gone deep into that like you just did but i mean i'm just paying attention no it's fine i forced you to pay attention <laughs> so that was funny that when that happened i was like ha. Ah. And then um, later, glitter all over your face. By that's, the way, I, it's, I'm okay with this. Okay. And then Toby says, "Hey, I have this doc turtle documentary. We should watch as you come over." Ends up blowing him off and hanging out with Sean because she likes Sean. And then Toby Wait, was a complete Joshua. Toby was a complete turd to Emma. Be like, you didn't come, not even a call. All offended and butthurt about it. Yeah, Toby's like, an asshole. And Emma had no idea what was going on, and then Manny was like, girl, he's got a major crush on me. I mean, Toby tends to fall into that, like, nice guy trope. Like, I'm so nice, and I'm there for you all the time, and I'm doing all this stuff for you, and blah, blah, blah. Why don't you like me? He falls into that a lot. JT, to an extent. Like, there's an episode, I think it's You Got the Look, when Manny does her, like, I'm gonna be hot, and she has, like, the whale tail. I think it's that episode where... Wait, she's wearing a thong? Yeah. Yeah, we'll get to it. It's season two. We're okay. almost there. Okay. I'm very excited for you to see season two. It gets way better. Yeah, like, Emma says something like, JT likes you and you broke his heart. Like, she doesn't like JT, so who cares? Yeah. Like, it doesn't matter that he likes you. Yeah. It doesn't matter that, but he's trying so hard and blah, 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 blah. Like, Look up the clicker. <laughs> the clicker? Uh-huh. Just leaning into this dad thing. I'm, it's. With your cup of coffee and your glasses. You're very dad right now. It's cute. But anyway, like, it doesn't matter if. It's the nice guy who really likes you and they're trying so hard. If you don't like them, they need to back the fuck off. Mm -hmm. And the person on the receiving end shouldn't be expected to be like, oh, well, they're nice to me. I guess I'll date them. I guess I'll give them a chance. Like, no. That's not how this You're works. You're allowed to say, hey, I don't like you. I'm getting more coffee. All right. Oh, crap. Now I have to do the thing. You're so there's ready. no dead end. Fuck, ready. where are we? What were we talking? Okay, so I just had my rant about nice guys. Um, what else? Um, where are we in the episode? I think we're probably done. I mean, it gets to the point where... Oh, no, because Ashley and Jemmy... So, she orders the condoms. Her mom's going out for a date, and then she's like... The delivery comes when her mom's there, and mom is like... Oh, what is this? Girl stuff, I think she says? Yeah. Something like that. And then mom goes out, Jimmy comes over. Jimmy bought condoms on his own, which was freaking hilarious. 
Because he goes up to the clerk, and he's like, I want to get these. And the clerk's like, you sure? You sure you got the right size? Like, he knows that this is probably his first time buying condoms. Mm-hmm. And is, like, kind of ribbing on him, ribbing on him again, flipping him shit. And it was like, we have small, medium, large, and extra large. Because <laughs> Jimmy's black. And then we... <laughs> Drake. Drake. Aubrey. No, we're calling him Aubrey, Aubrey. But he gets, like, a pack of condoms. I figured this. If you're too embarrassed to buy condoms... Then you shouldn't be having sex. Yeah, everybody knows that. You shouldn't be having sex. So, when you first had sex when you were 32, did you buy your own condoms? Or did the girl have them? I No, I bought the condoms myself. Was it weird? Was no. it embarrassing? No. I mean, I've... Maybe, I don't remember if it was, but it probably wasn't. Yeah, it probably wasn't embarrassing. Hey, hear that? I think in every podcast, there are going to be emergency vehicles passing through. You know, when we get to a point where we're not living next to a hospital, or we have, like, a soundproof room to We're never going to have podcast, a soundproof room. Don't even promise that to our listener. Or whatever that. We should just get sound effects. Of Shout stuff. out to Avi. <laughs> Thanks what for up? listening. Yeah, I don't remember, like, ever being embarrassed by condoms, but, like, I've never been embarrassed by, like, yeast infection cream or tampons or anything, because it's, like, I guess because my mom raised me to not be embarrassed by these things, it's just part of your body. Yeah. And. Like, do you get, do you get embarrassed buying toilet paper? No. Or deodorant? Like, oh, you're buying deodorant? Did you put some on this morning? I mean, yeah, it's, like. It's kind of like that. Like, yeah, I'm buying yeast infection cream so I'm not fucking itchy all day. I'm buying condoms so I don't get herpes. I'd be more embarrassed to pick up herpes medication than I would to buy condoms. Yeah. Or to go to the doctor and say, yeah, I think I have HPV because I I found some things. Like, that's more embarrassing to me. Okay, question. What's the most random bit of grocery items you've bought at the store? If you went to, say... I need to get some stuff at the store, but it's like, I mean, it would be one thing if it was like a six pack of beer, a frozen pizza, and a pack of condoms. Like, Well, you know you're going to have an amazing night. Yeah. <laughs> that I mean, it sounds pretty rad to me. Yeah. Um, but if it was like, I okay, know, so I anti-chafing cream. Well, okay. Yeast infection cream. Duct tape and light bulbs. Ice cream. Not, no, sorbet, not ice cream. Skittles, because you put Skittles in sorbet. And then they get all hard and crunchy. It is, we should do that. Top Ramen, I think, was in there. And there was something else. I don't remember what the fifth item was. But I did have a really weird cart. Sometimes when I'm at the grocery store, I like to judge people based on what's in their cart. Yeah. So what's your random? I might have gotten, like, a power bar and... No, I remember one. I was saying the six-pack of beer, pizza, and condoms. Mm-hmm. It was like Could a power bar, Powerade, and condoms. Like Really? Were you, like, going all night? Well, so I have, especially when I was, like, single and was going out a lot on the weekends and going hard. And being a gross fuckboy? Uh, yeah, I was. Ew, were you a fuckboy? I wasn't. I had fuckboy tendencies, but Ew, I was not wow. about, I just wanted, I, I, I was always upfront about it too. And I'm like, I'm just looking to have a good time and maybe sex is involved. Oh God, you I'm down? glad you're over that. I'm you, glad, I'm so like glad I met you when you were over that. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Yeah, you know. Ew. There's Tinder and OkCupid. Ugh. Christian Mingle. That's the top Wait, three what? sites to go to. I did not go to Christian Mingle <laughs> to get laid, but I've heard through the vines that that's how that that you could also do that. Okay. <laughs> There's a cowboy dating website too. Like yeah, it's like called Farmers Unlimited yeah. or something. Farmer writers. <laughs> yeah. So that was that. So no, but the Powerade and Power Bar. I would have the Powerade and the Power Bar before I went out. So I had. I had like a 32 ounce power that was hydration. So you could get wasted without feeling like shit. Exactly. No hangovers. Going to the. You still don't get hungover, and that pisses me off by the way. There's times where 
I was, I went out and I'm like, holy shit. I had, now mind you, it's from like 10 to two. So four hours. I had like six shots. I've, and I like get my bill and I look, I'm like, the drinks that we're having were six bucks. Well, or that's six, five drinks. Five six drinks. Six is 36. Yeah. But I also would have had somebody else. I probably had somebody else buy drinks too. Cause that's usually a thing. Wait, what? No, it's not. You're a boy. That's not a thing for boys. Yeah, like... A, like, I don't pay for drinks because I'm cute as fuck. And I'm not Follow cute me on Instagram, as... I'm really cute. She's really cute. <laughs> Peer-reviewed. No, it would be like a friend's like, hey, I got shots for everybody in the group. Um, and I knew the bar owner, oh, so yeah, most of like the Oh, yeah, that's like young time... people partying. Like, that doesn't happen when you're 30. I mean, I still get, like, no, drinks No, this was around 30. You still went out in groups when you were in your 30s because that stopped being a thing for me, like, after college. Well, no, I went to the I went to the bar and the or the club or whatever. Well, like, ceremony, and then somebody's like... Yeah, like... Here's a group. Yeah, goths, we're all hanging and out, what? and then it's here's about... Four or five drinks, so here's a shot for everybody. Let's do shots. I got it. That still doesn't happen that often. Like you just roll with the wrong circles. That's not okay. First off, if I go to Amber any one of these fucking nights, shout out to Amber, but not really Amber's whatever. If I go to Amber, I drink for free every night. If I go to the Merc on the right night, I drink for free. But it's never like I got shots for everybody. It's like take a shot with me. I bought you one. It's like oh. that. I also had older friends, friends that were ten years ended. 15 years older than me so shout out to old people what wah, 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 wah. world star <laughs> <laughs> so one of the clubs i went to the knock knock's not there anymore and the last welcome to our podcast the last <laughs> clubs in seattle that don't exist anymore the last um phoenix phoenix underground twilight Wait, is Twilight still around? Yeah, there's the oh Twilight Exit. There's that. Oh okay. But I that's they like a dive it, bar. Or they moved it. It's moved. I no, mean, so I can go back the, to the local fry. so knock knock is not there anymore. And on the last day that they had like they were open, people were signing the walls in the on the dance floor. And I said, oh, the <laughs> amount of women that I've made out with. Gross. Yeah, I made out Gross. some women on the dance floor. I think most of You're them. You're a nasty here. man. Get out of my apartment. Ew. Keep talking. I'm a nasty man. You are a nasty man. All dirt. So I think we're done with this. With this episode, I think. Yeah, oh, no. Ashley. Hey, no. Because, like at the end, they blow up the condoms. So it was Ashley's first time and Jimmy's first time, and they were all nervous. And they come in, Ashley leaves to freshen up, tells herself to grow up, you can do this. But then she comes back and Jimmy's Which, like... by the way, if you have to give yourself the grow up pep talk, you're not ready. Yeah, if you give yourself the grow up pep talk, you're not ready. But she goes in and Jimmy's like, um, what's wrong? And then they realize that they're both not ready. And they... Which is great. He's not pressuring her at all. That, yeah, that was like, great. All the pressure that they get is from outside sources. Yeah, they're not pressuring themselves. They're not pressuring each other, and they totally respect each other's decisions. And that's amazing. That's, like, super good. Yeah, see? After school special. Yeah, but um, I still get to see that on TV, because normally you see, like, the guys pressuring the girl, blah, 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 and the guy is just getting pressure from his friends, and the girl is like, I want to wait till marriage, and da 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 But they're both not ready. They both agree together. And it's actually a very healthy middle school relationship. It is. It's very healthy. So they they blow up condoms and draw pictures on them, which I'm like, uh, uh, Jimmy bought like a 12-pack of condoms. That box that Ashley bought had a lot of condoms in it, too. Well, because it was good, they keep doing it. Right. You need a lot of condoms. I get that. I get that. I, I, I buy condoms at Costco just for that reason. What? I liked how when they went back to school, Spinner's like, wait, you didn't get laid? And Jimmy just straight calls out Toby for cock blocking. To be like, nope. Yeah, the brother came home and ruined the whole thing. Instead yeah, of just saying... Without being the embarrassed of, like, I'm not ready to have sex. Yeah, because you still have to deal with your shitty asshole friend. <laughs> shitty asshole friend. But it's also, like, the thing of, I don't know if you got this in high school because sex wasn't really on your radar, but, and this is not me making fun of you. Uh Uh-huh, you're making fun of me, I feel it. When I was in high school, there was 
this kind of pressure and there was this like oh I think this person did it so like I have to do it too like kind of like smoking like yeah and also curiosity like okay so blah 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 did it and actually it was my male friends they were like yeah I just lost my virginity to this girl like so I did kind of feel that pressure of like oh I think this person did it so that means I should do it. Yeah, like, part of me losing my virginity was, I was in love with my high school boyfriend, but it was also like, oh my god, this person, and this person, this person, to keep up, I should do it too. Yeah. And, I mean, with the person I lost my virginity to, it was fine, because we were in love. (laughs) And it wasn't just some rando, but I wouldn't have minded waiting for a better person who didn't turn out to be a meth addict. There's that. But it's whatever, like, virginity's not really that important. I know, and it's funny. I but wonder if it still is. But you do always remember your first time. Yeah. Well, I do. And I would have rather remember it with a better person. He's a fine person, but just what ended up happening to him was like, oh, that mugshot, no. that was my first. Yep, that one there. Like how You want to Google this person, there's his mugshot. Yes, it's super amazing. But yeah, like that kind of pressure, I felt that in high school, and I don't know if you did. Okay. Did you? Uh, no, not really. I never heard anybody talk about their first time. It was more like hearsay. It's like, oh, hey, this person had sex with this other person in the playground tubes at over the weekend. In the playground tube? Yeah. I don't know. Gross. Yeah. Just like, well, they couldn't do it at home because their parents were there. So they went to the playground and did it in like the big cement like tubes. Cement? Yeah, even big drainage tubes. Oh, like a Zanke? Sure. I don't know what a Zanke is. I think it's what you're describing. Do I Google that? I don't think it's a Google thing. I think it's just like a weird Inland Empire regional California term. I kind of felt like this episode was relatively realistic to at least my high school experience. Yeah. Of like getting pressure from both sides and like this person's doing it like well, Paige, blah, 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 like, and whether or not they had, it didn't matter. And then, like, both people not quite being ready. The only thing that wasn't realistic is they're not, like, fingering each other. What? Wait, what? How is... Because fingering was, like, rampant in eighth grade. I had no idea about this. When was the first time you fingered somebody? Oh, he's really thinking about this. Probably... 20s. I didn't wasn't really. What? Se- I didn't really get sexually active until it was. I was like 18 14 or the first time I got fingered. <laughs> like that was a thing. Wow. Like that's the not, thing that's, that's not about this episode wow. is that they're not talking about fingering. Yeah, I really don't think they could talk. Yeah, about Yeah, 14 year old boys are like super ready to stick a finger up there. It doesn't feel good. It feels horrible. Because they don't know what they're doing. Exactly. I mean, even a lot of adult men don't know what they're doing. Yeah, that's true. I did a lot of like internet sex research like, <laughs> like on geocities oh okay yeah so they were making websites right on the net on the net in the cyberspace yeah i made geocities in high school yeah i thought that was really cool wait you made geocities no i made a geocity uh, website with geocities seriously yeah Oh, wait, I think you told me this, and then nobody knew it was you, and then they finally No, that was something different. That was a MySpace thing. Oh, God. Now on to episode number <laughs> seven, which was called Basketball Diaries. Um, this the is the Leonardo DiCaprio movie. Remember yeah. that? The one where he's like a basketball star, and then he takes drugs and his life goes to shit? So, isn't it funny that is kind of what happens in this episode? Don't you think that's why they named it that? Right. Yeah. And do you want to know something else? I don't know. I just saw this when I looked it up earlier because I don't remember if I've seen the movie. But Leonardo Leonardo's DiCaprio Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio's character. God. This is kind of frustrating right now. I'm sorry. I'm trying to tell stories and you get mad at me and I you make fun of me. You're sort of laughing at you. That's different. Leonardo played Jim in Basketball uh, in the basketball diaries. Oh, really? And Drake is Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah. And both of those characters were the drug were on drugs. Oh, I didn't even realize that. And I've seen the episode like a million times. Yeah, that was that. I thought that That's was a interesting. Good catch. Yeah. So in this episode, they're eighth graders, grade eights are trying out for the basketball team, mm-hmm. and Sean, who's seven, 
grade seven. Um, no, he's seven. Seven years old. He's a baby. So Drake's all about the basketball, which he's still all about the basketball. Well, that's the he thing. And for that... some reason, he's a bad student. In later seasons, he's a very good student. His priorities are... He wants to make the team so bad that he's concentrating on practice. His priorities are still sports in later episodes. Then it kind of switches to art a little bit, but he's still very athletic. Even once he's in the wheelchair, he's like a basketball coach. Like, he's still sporty. That's cool. But in these, like, early episodes, he's sporty but struggling in school. Yeah. Which I guess, it's fine. It's not necessarily unrealistic. Yeah, they were doing shooting drills or whatever, and the period was over, and they had to go change, and Jimmy's still shooting around, and Spinner's like, from downtown! But Jimmy did a layup and not a shot of any point from deep. I don't know any of the things you just said. Well, somebody does. Layup and did a point from downtown and shot his shot? That's fine. Is that... Yep. Did that mean something? Sure. Okay. I don't know. I lost track. Fine. Okay, so in this episode, Jimmy is trying to have it all. He wants to get good-ish grades. Yeah. Good enough grades so he can stay on the team, right? Yeah, that's pretty much it. But he's not really doing it. But his priority is basketball. And he's trying. At one of the other practices, he he was on the bench reading the book because he wanted to, you know, do be able to do both. Juggle is what his teacher was saying. Okay, hold on. And Steve is running out of steam. I, I am. Um, I Most of the notes I took about this episode was about the basketball and the Ritalin. So Spinner takes Ritalin. Well, that is the episode. I don't even remember what the B-plot is. I don't think there's... I didn't... There's nothing else I wrote. Nothing... Yeah, nothing really... Oh, Liberty and Ashley had their little thing. Oh, that's right. With the... With um... the announcements and Liberty being the writer and Ashley being the face... Yeah, and then Liberty tries. So let's do the B plot real quick because it's quick and easy. easy. Liberty writes all of Ashley's lines. Ashley is a better host than Liberty. Like, who puts it in her head? Was it Emma? Who says like a monkey could do that? Yeah. Yeah, they put it in Liberty's head that doing that is easy. It's not. I've done it. It's not easy being on camera. No. I mean, maybe for some people, but no, it's not that easy. And so then Liberty's like, I write all the things, I write all the jokes, and I get no credit, blah, 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 let me do it. And Ashley's like, okay, fine, whatever. Like, basically, you're going to crash and burn. And she does. It's weird that Liberty has trouble reading, because as we find out in the later episode, dis- wait, did we already find out that she has dyscalculia? No, but that was one of the trivia questions. Trivia questions. (laughs) It totally was. But, okay, so we find out later Liberty has dyscalculia, so she has trouble with numbers, but Liberty can read. And the way she's reading the notes, it's a little bit beyond just what nerves would do to you. Right. I think she was relying a lot on her note cards when she was reading in front of the camera. Well, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Like, you can still, like, look down and read. It's not going to sound good, but she was like, stumbling all over the words and like a little bit more than what seemed normal nervousness so yeah that happens and then liberty feels like shit and then ashley kind of feels bad and Paige is like wow ash you really showed her or something and then later like ashley kind of gives her a pep talk and says like you can do this when i graduate because i'm grade eight this is my job yeah. right now. And then it'll be your job, and she can be mentored by Ashley. Liberty can. Yeah, and I think that's kind of what happens. And then, like, at the end of that part of it, Liberty does get to do the, like, part of the announcements. Yes. Which is cool. great. And Ashley's kind of cool in this episode. Yeah. Like, in that part of it. Like, cool, you want to do this? Go for it. And then, yep, you sure did suck, but I'm going to help you out a little bit. Like, mm-hmm. that's fine. And that's the end of that B plot. <laughs> so yeah, and back to the back to the after school special. Don't take other people's prescriptions, kids. Yeah. So Spinner takes Ritalin, mm-hmm. and it was pretty nonchalant. It's like since I just take Ritalin. Well, yeah, I like that because it's like that's just part of what it is. It's not like they don't have to have an episode devoted to like 
Spinner has ADD or ADHD. Yeah. It's not like there's an episode where Spinner is struggling in school and he can't focus and he's hyperactive and then all of a sudden he has ADHD. He needs to take Ritalin, blah, they, blah, blah. They, I love that they don't devote an episode to that. It's just yeah. like, this is part of my character. They And they talk about it a little bit with the principal. Because he d- he performs at halftime. Mr. Radich. Jimmy is dancing at the halftime performance and acting the fool. And then Wait, like Jimmy's dancing? No, not Jimmy. I have Jimmy dancing, but it's Spinner. Mm-hmm. Spinner's dancing, and Moon's the His audience. His Gavin. Gavin. Mm-hmm. Radich pulls him off to the into the office and is like, you know what? You know what you're like when you're off your meds. You've been taking it for two years. For those of you who can't actually see what's happening, Mr. Steve did Radich pose and did pointy finger. Yeah. Sir, little young man. <laughs> young man, you were a very bad young man. He went into total, like, bad teacher mode. Spinner even takes one for the team. He says, like, literally. He says that he... Okay, back up. Beep, 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 Back up. Beep. <laughs> that was funny. No, it wasn't. Um, so, when we find out that... Spinner takes Ritalin, and he was telling Jimmy, Spinner says, drugs aren't the answer, just say no. But the drugs help Spinner. Mm -hmm. And uh, Jimmy And actually, if Jimmy hadn't fouled Sean, Yeah. Like, that was the only thing that made it a fucked up thing. Yeah. Was that he fouled Sean. Had he not done that, drugs would have been the answer for both of them. Okay, let me talk about this as a whole subject. Okay. The drugs aren't the answer, just say no. And then Jimmy's asking spinners, like, hey man, I stayed up all night working on this. The game's tonight, I need some energy. Spinner said earlier that, you know, for me, because my brain chemistry is off, Ritalin helps me focus, but for normal people, it gives them energy. It's, it's like speed. I like that Spinner understands that. Yeah. I like that he gets, like, this is how my brain is, and it's different. And yeah. he's not bothered by it. No. And neither, it's not a thing. Nobody is. No, I think that's cool, though. Like, he understands, like, this is how my brain works. These help me focus. But for you, it's going to be different. Like, right. he knows that. Because, again, Spinner's kind of a dopey, like, stupid guy. And for him to know that, it's kind of, it's interesting. And so Jimmy's like, hey, man, let me get one so I could have some energies because I want to make the team. I need to be able to make, and. Is that really how you think Jimmy talks? No, but whatever. And Spinner's like, dude, it's my last one. Jimmy says, it's it's okay. It's not illegal. It actually is, though. It is. Well, maybe it's different in Canada, and you can't do that, but I know out here, I can't give you one of my Xanax. Well, I can, but it's right. illegal, and you're it's not supposed to It's only illegal when you pills. get caught. That's anything and everything. Yeah, like, well, that's fine. Smoking crack, it's fine. It's not illegal until you get caught. Like, sure. Do what you want, as long as until you're not hurting you other people. Fine. Murder. What did I as just say? Well, Do what you want as long as you don't hurt other people. Fine. And you throw out murder. <laughs> That's the exact opposite of what I said. Because I wasn't paying attention. And I was going to say murder anyway. But anyway. <laughs> like, yes, it is actually illegal to share a prescription. And Ritalin yeah. is definitely prescribed. Yeah. So that's why Jimmy ends up, he gets super hyped. He's jacked up. He's like, yeah, let's do it. He's playing. And <clears throat> he, he says he's open. He's not open for the last shot. He just wants to showboat and be the last and the hero. And Sean's got the ball and he's dribbling it out. You like this episode because it was sports. And Jimmy <laughs> comes up and just illegal screens Sean, throws him across the court, and then gets the ball and shoots and he makes the game winner shot. He's the king. But in the Wait, at the end, the king. Jimmy's the king. Jimmy's the king. Sean damn near breaks his ankles. And like regular sports. Is it, like, shitty if you follow your own player, but you make the game-winning shot? Like, yeah. say it's the Chicago Lakers or whatever. Okay. Like, no, you said that, like, that wasn't real. That's a team. There's a basketball team in Chicago, yes, and the Lakers are not in Chicago. Fuck! I didn't mean... Fuck! I meant both! There you go. Oh, Lakers are from LA. I'm from there. Fuck! (laughs) That's why you looked at me like that. Good recovery. (laughs) Yeah, it would would definitely not be Like, if Michael Jordan was like, fuck you, Kobe, bleh. And then made a three-pointer. Can you go fuck yourself, please? (laughs) 
At least, at least <laughs> Kobe, at least Kobe, you got the players right on the right teams. You just crossed over. Are they on the Bulls? No. Lakers? Kobe's was on the Lakers and Michael Jordan was on the Bulls. Okay, I'm switching teams. The nope. You Portland might as well stick... Sasquatches. That'd be funny. That should be the new Seattle team. Okay, the Portland Sasquatches. You have Joshua Penny Packer versus Alexis Bergmeister. And Joshua fouls Alexis, but Joshua makes the three-pointer, and they win the game. Is Joshua in trouble? Yeah, I don't know what would happen. That's weird, and I don't think that would actually happen. Does Portland have a, a basketball They're called the Trailblazers. Oh, like Oregon Trail, huh? I yeah, probably. Do they all have diphtheria? No, that's not what people died of. Dysentery. Dysentery. <laughs> Do they all have dysentery? Probably. <laughs> so... <laughs> But then the game's at the end of the episode, and the coach comes up. There, everyone's celebrating. The team's celebrating because they won. The coach comes up and it's like, "Jimmy, that was bad sportsmanship. You could have broke." But coach, Sean's... we won. Yeah, you were a ball hog. You were a showboater. You were not playing as a team. You're cut from the team. Oh. And then, and then the best part. <laughs> the best part about the episode ends on a downer. Mm-hmm. That was cool. It wasn't no happy ending. The team won, yeah, but Sean's but hurt sad. and Jimmy's sad. That's something I like about Degrassi is, like, it doesn't... I say that a lot. That's something I like about Degrassi. Blah, 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 blah. But I do like that they don't wrap it up all the time. It's just like, yeah, you fucked up. End of episode. It's not like you fucked up, but mm-hmm. here's a happy ending. It's just like, oh, no. This sucks. And then they kind of follow it up in later episodes. Like, they do a really good job of this is, like, this episode. How do I explain this? Okay, so this episode happened with Jimmy being the ball hug and the Sean thing and blah, blah, blah. And they've already, like, established that they kind of have a rivalry. Mm -hmm. But then the next episode isn't going to be about this. It's going to be about something else. Yeah. And then three episodes down the line, it's probably going to address it again a little bit. Without being overt about, like, yeah, remember when you hugged the ball and blah, blah, blah? It's just going to be, like, There's gonna be tension we've established you your backstory, basically. Yeah. And now, four episodes later, you're going to get into a fight. Yeah, that's the hard part about first seasons of a lot of shows, is that it's all backstory and character development. And sometimes it can be boring. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about pretty much the entire first season of Degrassi, is, like, it's like a pilot season like because pilot episodes are always rough because you have to establish the characters and the first season of Degrassi this next generation because the old ones I can deal with their first seasons yeah but first episode of Degrassi next generation a lot of the episodes are just like it feels like a pilot we're still like doing build up build up build up and character development and backstory until we get to the second season where we really allow these established characters to grow and thrive in what they've created so which is why we're watching them like a couple of episodes at a time because i need to get through them steve hasn't seen them though so I mean, but he agreed that this is what we should do with this. Yeah. I was By the time even we get to second season, episodes. we'll probably do it one at a time. I was even going to say three episodes to just kind of blow through them really quick. I know, but look how long we've been talking about these we, two. Yeah. Yeah. We're trying to make things together. Concise. Yeah. Keep things tight, which is really not what's going on. No. So but it's fine. Next, next week. We'll be watching uh, 8 and 9. I don't know what the show episodes are. I, I like no to idea. be surprised. But follow along with us. They're all on YouTube. Not YouTube. They're on SoundCloud. They're on YouTube. No. Oh, the... Degrassi. Our, our thing's on SoundCloud. Yeah, we're on SoundCloud. We're going to try to figure out how to get on a better platform. Nothing wrong with SoundCloud, but no. we want more reach. Well, it'll happen. We'll figure it out. We're learning. Yeah. But in the meantime, you can find me... On Instagram at Miss underscore Erica, M-I-S-S underscore A-R-I-K-A. Shut up. Oh, uh, yeah. Why is that funny? I don't know. Because that's most like, yep. professional and concise sex sound yep. of this entire time. Yep. Uh, my, I'm Stu the Crusader on the Instagram. That I'm going to say it again. S-T-U-T. Let's try that again. <laughs>
S T U V E. And the, you can find You're not gonna spell us, the whole thing? Uh, the okay. Crusader. <laughs> Our page is Steve Watches Degrassi. You can go find us there, follow us there. I try to post some stuff about what's going on. What else? Um What's going on? Well, I'm still doing children's theater, I think. Um but I don't have dates. Hold on, tell your thing, and I'll give dates for my thing. So if you have kids, listen in a yeah, minute. It's really fun. I I saw a little bit of the last one last yeah, weekend. You did. I was helping set up some other stuff, so I was like, I missed part of part of your performance, but mm-hmm. I was helping your crew out. That's right. Okay, so if you are in the Seattle area. On July 14th at 1.30, you can see me with Theater for Young Children doing... What show am I doing? Is that Peter Rabbit? No, it's not Peter Rabbit. Armadillo. A story about an armadillo. We're doing Latin American stories. Oh, cool. We're doing an armadillo story and half chicken. So that's July 14th. And if you like art, then come find me in Madrona. Doing sidewalk chalk murals. Oh, oh, yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, you should come. You have to come. Okay, fine, actually. I'll come. Yeah, you're gonna come. And next you're gonna... weekend. July. Oh, July. Okay. This is in July, July fourteenth and fifteenth. Yeah, come find me, and we'll talk about Degrassi, and I'll entertain you with kids if you have them. What else do I want to plug? I think this one should be just plugging local art and we always performance. plug local art. Because oh, it's on, important to go support. Go to Onyx Gallery. In, oh yeah, um, Pacific Place. Pacific Place. Lots of like black artists. Yeah. Do it. Do go it. there. Buy stuff. Support the scene. Be there. And even if you're not in Seattle, find something that's local to you and your local theater, a local <clears throat> artist. Go to the support people of color. Yeah. Support people of color. Support the scene. You've had your chance, white man. I know. I'm done with my, my scene. All right. What do you want to plug? Um, no, I think I'm just going to plug that. I don't really have much going on at the moment. Any um, music? I'm pulling a blank. Okay. So, Whatever. okay. Are we done? Yeah. Okay. This has been Steve Watches Degrassi. I'm Steve. I'm Degrassi. Bye. Bye.